Hello. Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, nose-swabbingest, uh, oldest contestantist. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, La Quintaist uh, recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. And we are here to talk about episode one of Claire Crawley's, a.k.a. We're Just Waiting for Taisha's Bachelorette season. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. And my favorite thing was that Chris Harrison opened up with, like, where are we and how did we get here? And I was like, well, um, do you want the long version or the short version? Chris, what do you want? Which would you prefer? Oh, Chris Harrison. And this is great, too, because it, it opens up to what I would consider the worst opening 30 minutes to a bachelor or bachelorette season ever. Ever. Well, they followed through on their promises. Uh, they have a superlative uh, right at the beginning of the season. So, yeah, you told me that you had a, well, first you said hot take. Then you were like, well, maybe not hot, like maybe medium, like, I don't medium know, lukewarm. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly. So tell us your medium warm take, please. I mean, that, that's pretty much it. It's just that, you know, this has been built up not so much by bachelor like the bachelor as a as a corporate entity like advertising to us um but it's been built up online and behind the scenes as like oh my gosh there's all this controversy swirling and the bachelor marketing has been very like demure and coquettish about the whole thing and just like oh ho, ho. well we don't know what's going to happen i guess you'll have to see <laughs> but we all know like the shit that goes down on this season yeah so they finally open it up and it's like dramatic music, synth hit, all the shit is going down. And Chris Harrison's like, you've heard about everything swirling on the internet. Now you're going to find out exactly what's happening. You're not going to believe it. Blah, 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 blah. Like the usual line. And then we <laughs> get into it. And I swear to God, I did not perk up because the moment that I felt slightly engaged in what I was watching, I actually looked at how long, like I hit pause on the, on the DVR thingy just so I could see how long I had been watching The Bachelor. 38 mm -hmm. minutes before I felt even a remote, tiny bit of engagement. Because the whole first like third or so of this is entirely dedicated to talking about COVID and quarantining and like Claire home videos. And she's like, it's hard when you got to get up and there's nothing to do. And yeah, thanks. We all fucking know. We've all been doing the exact same thing. We don't yeah. want the show to hear you be like, wow, the exact experience that you're having, I'm having it too. And it's still shitty, but it's not as shitty for you, Claire, because you got a lot of money. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, on and, on. and then it's the quarantine and, and then they show, they show them get the, you know, the, the, Q-tip up the nose and go, oh, man, this sucks. Wow. It's like, yeah, some of us who work in, like, service industry or something, people have to get this test done weekly. It's not fucking pleasant. So none of this, it's all just trash. It's not compelling. It doesn't tell a story. It's filling time. It sucks ass. There is never in, in all of my Bachelor watching has there been a more ass-sucking opening <laughs> see i'm just happy because i felt like i was really negative on monday 
and now you're just like fuck this and it's like making me feel a little bit better counterpoint i'm negative yeah. all the time <laughs> that makes me feel better today um and i just spent like two and a half hours talking about like heavy serious shit and so now i'm like yay bachelorette well it doesn't matter um so <laughs> this, this is easier uh but yeah so i i okay so i watched this episode live last night while i was crocheting um i'm making a spooky vest and it's very cool uh it's got ghosts on it and it's very cool um so i was clearly focusing quite a bit on the spooky vest and usually it's like yeah if something interesting happens i'll look up for my spooky vest and i'll go oh what's happening but yeah you're totally right i i got more i was so productive in making that spooky vest because there wasn't that much going on and I didn't have to like stop to take notes, you know. I have very few notes from the first half an hour. But the one thing that I really did feel was, yeah, when Claire was like, I, it was just really hard to wait for my test results. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, we've got we've got family with like uh, pretty serious health concerns and like and they're immunocompromised and whatnot. And so it's one of the reasons I don't go anywhere and I don't do anything because if we need to leave at a moment's notice to be with somebody who needs us for, you know, medical reasons, if they need assistance, mm -hmm. uh, we want to be ready for that. And so that's one of the reasons that I have stayed home, not, not to mention my own personal health concerns because I may be at a higher risk for, you know, if I contract it, I, the risk level could be higher for me. So, you know, it's like we're taking all these precautions and we're staying home and, you know, we'll get tested before, um, you know, my boyfriend has had to go, you know, see someone in his family and take care of them, you know, and, um, he has to make sure that he's making smart choices because some like the visits have been uh, ones that we've expected or at least had some kind of a heads up, but yeah. we're kind of, that might not always be the case. So, you know, so we're trying to be prepared for that. And, and that, that kind of feeling of like, God, I really hope that this comes back negative because I want to go see somebody I care about a lot and be there for them is quite a different feeling from, oh, I really hope this comes back negative because I really want to go on some dates. And I think that that's what like hit oh. me so wrong about it. Like, what the fuck? Like the reason we want our test to be negative is so that we can like, you know, be caretakers. And <laughs> and you're like looking for that because, you know, you, you just don't want to do Zoom anymore. And I'm and that just really bothered me. So, yeah, uh, Claire Crowley. Fuck you, because uh, much like Sammy, uh, my wife, who is a massage therapist or was a massage therapist, was collecting unemployment. And due to a discrepancy with an employer that she hasn't worked for in over two years, because when you file for unemployment, they make you go back all the way through your employment history. Um, because of that tiny discrepancy, her unemployment was taken away suddenly a few weeks ago. So she had to go back to her job as a massage therapist in order to make money so yeah it's fucking scary when there's a pandemic and your wife has to test like once a week because 
uh, yeah, she has to touch humans in like a room without ventilation to make money. So everything fucking sucks. Eat shit, yeah. Claire. I'm sorry, you're bored. <laughs> yeah, that would just really like it really hit me wrong. Like, I really think they should have that that shit should have been addressed in like two minutes. Like, this is what we did. We had everybody show up. They all, you know, we had the whole resort to themselves ourselves they quarantined in their own rooms and then they got tested like three times before they could all see each other i would have been like fine cool good i'm glad you took precautions i'm happy to hear that um but just like laying on the dramatic like i don't like claire already Mm -hmm. i just like i don't get why people like claire so much i do not like her and if this season had been all claire all the time it would have been really hard for me to get through yeah it's kind of like claire is the when you when you see the uh, the Eric Andre bit where he asks he's like interviewing someone and he's like, "Do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power?" Like that's how I feel about <laughs> Claire, where she's presented as like this strong, powerful woman, but in the back of my head, I'm like, she's kind of just a shithead. I don't. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god, sure. I love. Thank you for bringing Eric Andre. Anytime someone you know someone's Eric Andre into a space, it just makes me happy. Um, but <laughs> do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power? <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I, you know, when people, I feel like it's revisionist history when people talk about how Claire really stuck it to Juan Pablo. I mean, that's what we talked about in that recap episode. It was Andy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Andy was the one who did all that shit and give Andy credit. She's way cooler than Claire. Sorry, Claire. She is. Um, and, and even though some of Andy's writing made me eye roll a little bit, uh, I still like her more. <laughs> yeah. You know, I liked her enough to read her book. Let's put it that way. And if you wrote a book, I would not read it. So um, no, all the offense taken. Um, I just, you know, and it's like, I don't, I don't think the angle of just like being the oldest bachelorette is interesting enough to grab me. I would honestly rather have Andy come back for another season. Mm-hmm. Like if there's I so many. Someone say she's 39. She knows what she wants. Shut the fuck up. That doesn't mean yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, I live with someone who's 47 and they don't know what they want. So I don't think that holds water. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. Listen, I mean, that's called a midlife crisis. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not listening to this anyway. You don't listen to my podcast. Um, <laughs> I can say whatever I want. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, it's like, yeah, it's so weird because it's like when people say, Someone is so-and-so aged. They know what they want. It's like, who doesn't oscillate between knowing and not knowing what they want at all points of their life throughout their life? Exactly. It's not like a switch flips and you're just like, you know, it's like, I mean, so I'm not, I'm not like dissing my boyfriend or anything. Like, you know, he says it himself. It's not just me, but you know, he'll be like, there were times in my life where I was like, this is what I should be doing. And this is my gut reaction. And this is what I want to do. And, you know, he's like, and right now I'm just like, I don't hear anything. And it's like, well, we are in the middle of a pandemic and you did just leave a job that you were at for 10 years. So like, maybe be gentle to yourself. Um, Maybe just be nice to yourself. Um, But, you know, it's like, yeah, we all go through that. And, you know, it's like I have changed my career path so many different times. It would probably give somebody whiplash. And, um, you know, so it's like, yeah, I can't. You can't just say because someone's a certain age, they know what they want. That shit can change all the time. And what Claire wants, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me, at least what Claire wants is just the first guy who will give her attention. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's she, exactly it yeah it and she, i mean she even said like and i can't remember who it was someone when they interviewed them you know during that whole greatest seasons ever i think said like well she's looking for that fairy tale it's like yeah because she's delusional she actually she's reminds me of uh this is another reality show but from the uh the show 90 day fiance darcy and or stacy her twin sister very similar to claire like i'm getting the same energy where darcy all she wants is she just wants a man who will give her attention and fawn over her and just kind of be a lap dog but at the same time like every time you watch her interact with someone you're like oh man you need to talk to somebody like <laughs> yeah that's concerning that's really concerning and so yeah i still need to watch that season cuz everybody talks about them and i'm like i haven't seen that season but anyway amazing it's on it's on my to watch list Great don't worry time. everyone Which, don't way, yell at you. your in your cars <laughs> i know i know darcy's <laughs> listening and i just want to know that wasn't a dig at you you're like my favorite person on tv so just know that darcy darcy I mean, we know this is your favorite podcast um and thank you uh but yes <laughs> oh hey by the way not to toot our own horn too much but i did just go on our apple podcast listing today because i plugged us in a in a certain bravo group that also has quite a large cohort of bachelor fans and um, I went on our Apple podcast page and we've got two five-star reviews. So we're like a pretty big hey. deal now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at, and I didn't even write one of those. So that's. Hopefully, hopefully they listen to this episode because it's the greatest episode ever. Ever. Yeah. Thank you for the five-star reviews. We love you. Um, But yeah, so I hated the first 30 minutes as well. And and all the drama was unnecessary. And yeah, the oldest Bachelor commentary is is so tired already. Um, but here's the best thing that happened in the first 30 minutes. If you watched it live, uh, we found out that supermarket sweep is coming back and I screamed so loud. I scared everyone in my house. Um, (laughs) and I am so excited. Like I can't even, we just have been watching and this is something because of the age difference in our household, this is something my boyfriend did not experience the way that I did. So he, he hadn't watched this, the seasons in the nineties and I watched like all of them. And so I had introduced him to supermarket sweep on Netflix and I was like, now do you understand why it's so important? Isn't this the best shit ever? And it's even better that like Leslie Jones is the host because she's so great and enthusiastic about everything. And the one thing that I always thought was weird was like supermarket sweep has, has like these weird moments of like, and now I'm trying to remember the name of the original host. And now I feel really uh, bad. David Ruprecht. Yes. David Ruprecht. So, um, I mean, well, and I guess Supermarket Sweep was popular in 1965. That was the first um, series. Uh, Bill Malone was the first uh, host first of Supermarket host. Sweep, apparently. That's I what most of us remember Big Dave and his beautiful sweaters. But I love David Ruprecht. I love his sweaters. But what's so weird is it's such a high energy show when there's a race. But then David Ruprecht starts talking and it gets very low energy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so weird. You're like oscillating between it the whole time. And what I like is that Leslie Jones is such a good commentator. And if you haven't ever like looked at her Twitter when she recapped like the Olympics, you know, first of all, like I really think 
that she if she wants it she should be like an olympic and sports commentator because she's so good Mm -hmm. like that you know like her tweets are just so amazing um so anyway but whatever she wants to do of course uh but i'm so excited for her to be a game show host because that's perfect for her like she's got like the perfect energy for that so i was so excited to see that i was just like i can't believe my luck that she's going to be the host of super Mario sweep and out of any game show to come back like that's the one you need <laughs> that is the one that i want more than like anything oh yeah my, so, my- Susan is very, very excited for this as well. So, I, I mean, yeah. I think everybody's pumped. I don't know a single person that's not excited for Supermarket Sweep right now. And actually, before we jump into more Bachelor, I do have a very brief, like, 30-second Supermarket Sweep-related story. So, okay, Big great. Dave Ruprecht, uh, the host that we all remember, I, uh, I was watching a movie for another podcast and so I self-plug real quick. I do uh, like a, a pop culture uh, film podcast called Optimism Vaccine. And then I do this other podcast with uh, my friend that I've, I've been friends with for like 20 years, just known him forever. And we do this thing where we try to find the absolute worst movie streaming on the internet. So he picks one, I pick one, and then we go head to head. And the movie that I chose, it was a like a Christian movie that was streaming on Amazon Prime. And then it starts up and I'm like, why does, why does everybody sound like they're from Wisconsin? And it turns out that it was shot in Wisconsin. And not only was it shot in Wisconsin, but the entire production team that makes these Christian movies is based out of a small town in Wisconsin. And their principal actor is a man who resides in this same small town in, in Wisconsin, none other than David Ruprecht. Holy. <laughs> <So> he- <laughs> yeah. That's so, ex- wait, so he so- lives in Wisconsin now? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure he does because I, so there's this producer director guy that runs the studio and then he has these principal actors and they all live in this town. Now, I, it was easy for me to figure out the other principal actors because they're like normal people that aren't real actors. So they're all from the same tiny town in uh, Wisconsin. But David Ruprecht, I could not find his current residence information, but I assume that he also lives there. Um, so David Ruprecht still has a, a website, um, but it's very basic. It's just davidruprecht.com and it's not secure. Um, <laughs> and you know how I feel about that. Um, he's got stuff on here about his appearances on True Blood. So it's not that old of a website. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. He's a comic gem, apparently. He's originally from Florida, but what I was reading is that he's from Saint, or that he lives in St. Louis. Oh my God! It just downloaded a a, a video. I didn't what? There. Uh, oh, good lord! So, yeah, um, yeah. The movie I watched, by the way, it's called The Open Door, uh, and the writer director is one Stephen F. Zambo. Maybe so, I'll uh, I'll maybe I'll review um this David Ruprecht.mov file that just fucking downloaded without my permission. Um, oh, this is on Tubi. Okay, great, great. This is on Tubi. 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Looking oh, promising. Yeah, the, uh, the town is Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin, by the way. Oh, I very much know Fort Atkinson. I've marched there many times. There you go. Well, march right over to David Ruprecht's house. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, Fort Atkinson's a big marching band town. So 
for those of us in it. Protest march. I'm like, is there a lot of protests? And no, no, no. Yeah, marching band. Well, maybe I don't know, but marching band. uh, That Fort Atkinson was always my favorite city to march in. There's like so there's in the competitive marching band circuit in southeastern Wisconsin, and of course a little north because Fort Atkinson's a little north. Um, yeah, Fort Atkinson is one of the stops that you make. And um, when I was in high school, I would, I would, I did that. And um, I was in color guard, no big deal. And Fort Atkinson, I remember had a Fazoli's and uh, a really good Goodwill. So when we were done marching, we would do that stuff. (laughs) And um, I think that that was, I think they had a Red Baron pizza too at the, at the, um, stadiums yeah they had like most of the concessions kind of sucked but i was like all right red baron pizza i see you um so anyway that's my plug for fort atkinson um i know it fairly well that's okay cool. anyway the bachelor podcast it's a uh, i'm gonna plug my other podcasts and uh, fort atkinson. <laughs> anyways yeah hey, the the bachelor. five stars hey, five that. stars five stars on apple podcasts this is a five star i will remind you hey if anybody else wants to leave a five star review do it now. I would also Don't. encourage you to leave a five-star yes. written review because it's better for the old algorithm. So uh, yeah, yeah, say say how much you love how much we talk about Ford Atkinson because you know it's true. Um, but anyway, okay, so. Okay, this I don't I didn't take a lot of notes about the contestants. I should pull up. I usually in the first episode I pull up um, the contestants. I mean, I just feel like there's no point in getting to know them. No, uh, because two people we need to talk about one, they're all going to be <laughs> two. Yeah. Uh, what well, Yusuf, Yosef, Yosef, the what trash. What about Blake though? Oh yeah. Blake too. I forgot about Blake. There's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of Blakes in this season. Although I don't know every like muscular brown haired white guy. I assume his name is Blake. There um, are one, two Blakes. There's just two Blakes. Yeah, um, I'm talking about Blake not tattoo Blake. I'm talking yeah. about, um, on Canadian Blake. Okay. Yeah. Cause Canadian Blake. Okay. He's cute. Um, he's got quite the jawline. Um, but anyway, so, okay, wait. And who was the one who, what was the, was he the one who was the wildlife management specialist or was that somebody else? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just know uh, we have the use of, uh, like, I don't know, conflict. And then there's also, there's that one guy, the, he didn't have muscles or much of a jawline, but he was a dopey white dude. And he kept, he kept talking about how he went to Harvard. Like that was the first thing he led with. It's just like, Oh, I went to Harvard. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, are you talking about Rolls Royce guy or no? Um, Shit, what is his name? See, this ben, is like first his name. The first Yeah, Bennett. So yep, that's Rolls Royce guy. In their names. I don't know any of these people. He's a wealth <laughs> management consultant. He can go fuck uh, himself. Yeah, he's um, grinder. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Okay, real quick about Blake. And I've got a couple notes about the guys coming out of the limo and we can we can address the the couple of characters that we really need to talk about. Um, you know, outside of that. Oh my god, I just saw some Selling Sunset News. Okay, I will read that later. Um, <laughs> Amanda's missing ex-husband. What? I need to know more. We should talk about Selling Sunset at some point, too, if you've watched it. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Because um, I love Selling Sunset. Okay, so here's the deal. Blake Moynes is the guy I was talking about. I actually really like Blake. I think he's a very likable guy, and it's not just because he's Canadian, but a lot of it has to do with him being Canadian. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but he is the one who like, and I just, I love like, yeah, after studying every kind of wildlife management program in college, Blake describes himself as a wildlife enthusiast. And there's also a picture of him feeding a chipmunk and he's shirtless and I'm okay with it for once. Mm. Um, cause it's a very cute picture. Cause he's give he's giving the chipmunk like a, like some food and he's like going like, Oh, you're such a cute trip. Well, you can tell that's what he's saying. And I'm like, I like that. I like that. So, um, so good for him, except now I hate him because the next thing I'm reading, this is in Us Weekly, five mm-hmm. things to know about Blake. Um, he wants a love story like the notebook. Uh, why? Uh, why? Yeah, that sucks. Do you remember the end? No. Do you remember the end? He just he's heard about it. All these guys have just heard about it. That's it. I was just, forced to watch the true. notebook. We talked about that in a previous oh, yeah. episode. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the notebook is just the movie that all these guys reference, but they've only read the Wikipedia page, but they need something to talk about when they slide into a stranger's DMs on Instagram. They just want to be like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's like the notebook. (laughs) Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But I like the wildlife stuff. Lead with lead with your interest in in wildlife and leave the rest. And also your Canadianness. That stuff's good. Um, so anyway, okay, this is what I said. Here are some of my notes from the people coming out of the limo. <laughs> I said, first fuck boy out of the limo asked her to take a deep breath. Blurg. That's really good. <laughs> so I wow. didn't like him. Really hard for you. Why don't you take a deep breath? And she's like, yeah. that's." What I was I like, mean. we're in a pandemic. Don't d- breathe too deep. Nobody you breathe. Do? Oh, nobody really can breathe. I have corrected myself. I have, I have found a list of the the white guy faces with their boring names. Oh, it wasn't Bennett. No, no, no. no. Bennett is. I was right. Bennett is the Harvard shithead. Um, I, yeah, I he's confused, the Rolls Royce guy. Rolls Royce guy. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's who he is. Uh, I confused Blake with Tyler, so I got my white names mi- mixed up. So Tyler C is the one who's like a, a shitty Matthew McConaughey, and Blake is the other guy. Yeah, Blake is Blake is sweet. Like he seems very sweet. Um. Mm-hmm. The notebook thing is a little annoying, but I still yeah. think I like him. Well, these guys uh, we'll give it to him. We'll give it time. We'll give it time. I'm sure this won't age well because it <laughs> never does. I'll be like, I really like that person. And then they're like, and then it's like this one shit on the floor. And you're like, great. Mm. great. <laughs> um, that's a real thing that happened. Um, anyway, so and then, okay, there was. Riley came out. He was an attorney and he was like, you're guilty of looking beautiful. And I was like, Bleh. um, and then there was, oh, that third guy that came out said something about not settling. And he's like, I'm really glad I didn't settle. And I'm really glad you didn't settle either. And he just looked really gross to me. And I forgot what his name is, but I don't know. They all look the same at this point. You know, when they start, it's just like, oh God, I don't know. But he was just like, I'm so glad I haven't settled. And I'm so glad you haven't either. Uh, and it's like, well, that's, uh, I don't know. I just can't. Um, so th- he bugged me. Um, then, oh, Jordan. Jordan was cute. I liked Jordan. He had the velvet shoes. Um, I liked his I liked his outfit. I thought he was well put together. Oh, there's two Jordans, too. I think it was Jordan M, I believe. Um, yeah, because he. I think he was a cybersecurity guy now i'm trying to remember which jordan it was (laughs) um okay there's two jordans there's a football jordan and there's a cybersecurity jordan i thought i typed about cybersecurity though i don't know jordan with the with the velvet shoes was was nice 
Um, like she was like, are those velvet shoes? And he was like, yeah. And then I said, Claire's giggles are so annoying. I hate this. Um, Jason went with the pregnancy belly. Annoying. It's an interesting choice to say the least. Uh, I mean, I thought it was cringy when Claire did it. And I think it's even more cringy when you do it. So stop doing that shit. I hate it. Um, Ivan seems nice. Um, he didn't do anything all that uh, corny. He just said something in Tagalog. I thought that was nice. Um, okay, the boy band manager. What was his name? Shit, oh, I don't remember. Uh, Kenny. Kenny. And he's, Kenny? he's 39 as well. And he also has like extreme Botox face. Okay, he also, he's just like one of those guys that is like, I'm cool, you know. <sighs> and there's no wrinkles in my forehead, but I can't move my mouth either. And he's like, I don't do suits, I do t-shirts. And I'm like, cool, that's your personality? Like, your personality is t-shirts? And he's like, look, it's got your dogs on it. And I was like, I'm over you already. Um, ooh, okay, I wrote, I'd wife him next to someone, so let's see who that <laughs> Brendan. Um, okay. Uh, or no, or Brandon. Wait, which one? Brandon or Brandon? Um, okay, there was, wait, hold on. Cause this says that he's an artist, but this says, <laughs> this says Brandon he's a, a Brandon. commercial roofer. Okay. Whichever one's the actual, com no, it was Brendan for sure. He was like a commercial roofer. And I was like, that's great. Like, but now I'm looking at his Instagram and he's like a fucking model. That's boring. I want you to be a commercial roofer. Just a roofer. No model. All these guys are models. I want you to have like a, like a, like a practical job. Sorry. Is that bad? They're oh my God. Brent. Fitness yeah. models or personal trainers. That's, that's it. Brandon and Brendan are both models and I don't, no, I don't like either of them. I was like commercial roofer. Cause I was like, Tyler, I mean, even though Tyler's like modely, he actually fucking can like build things. Yeah, that's you true. know, like so it's like I I'm looking for like who's the Tyler in this season because that's the kind of guy you should really be going for everybody. And we um, didn't but get the solid intro video packages that we normally get because normally yeah they identify the front runners or at least interesting people that were going to be compelled to watch. And they kind of, you know, they fluff them up a little bit with these video packages. But instead of the video packages, all we got was COVID recap, which I didn't need. But most of them were part of recasting. That's what it says on this. I'm, I'm on uh, Marie Claire and most of the people on here were recasts. Okay. Now there were two Tylers as well. Wait, wait a minute. Or three. No, two. Oh, thank God. Um, so there's Tyler Smith, who apparently, um, oh, weird. Tyler Smith is from Dallas. We didn't really get to know him, I don't think. No. But he's the brother and manager of country artist Granger Smith, who coincidentally performed for Becca and Garrett's first one-on-one -on -one date hmm. in Utah on her season. That's random. Um, I mean, he's a manager. That's better than, like, being the musician. Um, Ty the other Tyler is when we got to know, and he was from West Virginia and I actually really dug him coming up in a station wagon. I was like, that's kind of fun. And then he was like, I want full Clark Griswold. You know, I was like, all right, that's kind of nice. And then immediately Bennett comes up in like a Rolls Royce and it's like, bull. <laughs> Bennett sucks. Like I, oh. ugh, there's I, a lot of dudes giving off shitty vibes just initially. Yeah, there's a lot of really shitty dudes on here. And like, 
I feel like she just did not. I Sometimes the women like hit the lottery. I feel like a lot of the time, like they'll at least have like a few gems. But yeah, this guy, Bennett, he's from Atlanta. He was part of the recasting. Apparently he's one to watch. Why? I cannot why? imagine why. And There's you know, another thing here theory? because of the compressed time for the actual like introductions and everything like that. Um, plus I, I, I don't know, I guess, I guess the little conflict that happens on the first night, we really don't get to know a lot of these guys on a deeper level. And we only get like a, a brief skimming and it's, it's hard to, no. to put pieces together and just initial gut reaction. There's some extreme douchiness going on. 99% of these guys are just like faceless, formless blobs to me. And the only few that stick out, I mean, the couple that got time were Yosef uh, and, and Matthew McConaughey and then Blake, the Canadian John Travolta, who like slid into Claire's DMs to see if she was okay during COVID. But and other than Dale. that, yeah, and then, and then Dale, because, oh, Dale. That's her husband. Yeah. Um, real, real quick. Cause I know we do have to wrap up, but, um, or like soon real quick on Bennett before we jump off of Bennett. Yes. There are some rumors out there that he might have made it to the end of Tasha's season. What? So we might have to deal with his ass for a long time. And I really hope that this article is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not reading like a traditional spoiler. It's just. There's some weird conspiracy theory. So this could be like, this could be like a Kelly conspiracy theory. Now that kind of ended up being right, but it wasn't right in the right way. Right. Like, oh, maybe Kelly's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Like it wasn't that, but you know, still Kelly. Yeah. Um, But there's like this theory that he like went through some Instagram s- scrub. He deleted a bunch of photos, whatever. And then he had mentioned something about donuts in his Instagram bio and Tasha posted something about donuts in her Instagram story. So they think that they're together because they both posted about donuts. So I really hope that that's so wrong and <laughs> dumb. Yeah, um, so that's, good. yep. I just wanted to say that real quick before we moved on. Um, well, I don't like Bennett already and I really hope he doesn't no, wrong. Like say, why? Let me say we constantly, on this podcast, we we talk about people and we are just giving our in the moment knee jerk reactions. And we say, so-and-so is a shithead. I love so-and-so. But this entire time, we're, we're just consuming what the bachelor machine is feeding us. And what they're feeding us is their story. And 99% of the time, we're probably wrong about a lot of these people. However, Bennett fucking sucks. Fuck Bennett. Bennett sucks. Okay. Fuck Bennett. Um, but no you know, way. it's like, well, we were all not- right about Garrett. Like he's a piece of shit. Um, um, Becca's Garrett. Um, and then, but look at Tyler, look at what happened to, you know, Hannah's Tyler. Like we were like, he's dumber than a box of rocks. And now we're like, he's an amazing person and what a humanitarian. And we're so blessed to know him. <laughs> and he's like one of our favorite people. So you never know Luke P from the beginning. And he, he was always terrible. And now he's getting sued by the bachelor for like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Something. I saw that. I was going to bring that up. Um, <laughs> What what did you think about Easy? Um, I think anyone with the name Easy is super cool. So he's yeah. like a little extra, but I kind of like it. I feel like it works for him. I think it could. I think it could work. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see how far he gets. I don't know if I have a lot of. I'm like 
paging through. Oh, that guy Paige. Um, can we just talk about when he when he got let go at the end? He was the one that had all the tattoos, and he was just like, "I guess it's not my time. I guess." I guess it's just not time for me. (laughs) I felt he, he seemed genuinely crushed and I felt for him. And uh, he's apparently the founder and chef of a supper club, which makes sense because of all Mm. those tattoos. And he's a dad sober and into fitness. Fitness food in his mouth. Okay. Uh (laughs) Yosef. I hate him. Can we talk about him for like 30 seconds? Yeah, let's let's talk about Yosef. He just seems like a sleaze ball. The worst. The But Tyler was so stupid for saying something. So stupid. Not the time. You got you gotta build trust before you can throw someone under the bus. That's what you do. You keep that in your back pocket, you save it till week three, buddy. That's how this is like okay, for Among Us players. For the Among Us players out there, because I know you're all playing Among Us now. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like, okay, so Among Us is like Mafia for theater kids, if you ever played that, or what you know, whatever you want to, uh, what's the other one? Secret Werewolf or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you're all, you know, there's like an imposter or maybe a couple imposters, and they're sabotaging things, and they're killing people, and what you have to do is you figure out, this is a video game, you have to figure out who's killing people. And you have like emergency meetings where you bring the information, things that you've seen to people like, oh, someone faked this action or I saw someone come through the secret vent that only an imposter can come through, whatever. But if you do it too soon, like you're within the first 15 seconds of the game and you go like, oh, you know, this person is totally the imposter. And then people are like, what are you talking about? We just started. How could you even see anything? And even if they did see something, and even, you know, like even if they did something, see something in the first 15 seconds, everybody automatically assumes, well, you must be the imposter and you're trying to pin it on someone right at the beginning of the game. And then they get voted out and ejected from the game. It happens every time I play. Like anytime someone does that within the first 15 seconds, You're gone. Goodbye. So that's what Tyler did. He was just like, Yosef is sus. And they were like, you know, and then she was like, I'm going to keep Yosef. And then she does what everybody does in Among Us. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on them in a future round, but I'm going to eject you just in case. Just in case. (laughs) Because I have no feelings towards you. So goodbye, Tyler. And he was like, I fucked up. (laughs) And Yosef, God, Claire just, she completely fell for his bullshit immediately. Like you can just see in her eyes. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just really into like women respecting, like respecting women is kind of my thing. Uh, and that's because I have a daughter who I love. Did I mention I have a daughter and I got to do like good women respecting so I could show my daughter that I respect women. She's like, oh, my God, that's precious. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on, man. He's so full of shit. And of course, he's, he's sliding into DMs. He's the ultimate DM slider. The guy, the guy probably has a sled for just sliding into the fucking DMs. That's all this man does. Well, he's and he's yeah. <laughs> he's a territorial manager for Northfield Medical, and he also works as a model. What? Because you're shocked, he works as a model. Um, what? and apparently he has a kid that he uses in his photos to like, you know, make himself look cuter. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, blo- um, okay. Yeah. Cause didn't he say something about like, I'm a dad and I wouldn't do that. Cause I'm a dad. Oh, like that, dads that can't be scumba- scumbags, you know? Like I was like, yeah, come on. Like, you have a girlfriend. Are you flirting with other girls? And he's just like, I can't do that because I'm a dad. Plus how bad would it look if I did that? 
you know, it would probably look really bad. He never says no. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it would look bad. And you did do that because you're the kind of like sleazeball who fucking does that all the time. And you can see because, you know, he's got pictures of his like BMW, like get the fuck out of my Car life. picture guy. Yeah, seriously. I'm so <laughs> sick of your BMW and pictures with your cute daughter that you're trying to use to like, you know, bring in the ladies like get away from it's you know it's you know why i think it's so weird is because like almost every picture is with his daughter like that's strange to me like you should have a life outside of your kid (laughs) as well like what the fuck um so i mean i don't know if tyler's any better i mean you know he looks to be a model as well and he's also like a country boy so like i don't know if we would get along irl probably not um but you fucked up, Tyler. You fucked up. So let's talk really quickly about um, Claire's future husband, a.k.a. you know that it's going to blow up in her face, or at least it looks like it's going to. And if it mm-hmm. doesn't, you entered a toxic relationship. Let's talk about Dale. Oh, yeah. Big Dale. Yeah. Look at him. Now, Dale uh, is very cute. I mean, I totally get it. Like, right away, I was like, whoa, he is very good looking. Like, I was just like, he's really cute and he's got a really nice smile. Like, I, I totally get it. Very tall, very tall. But he's like a former football player, so that makes sense. He yeah. seems like a nice enough person. Um, but at the same time, I, I I don't know. I'm not marrying the guy, but really? Like, that? it's that easy. He just, he just walks in, scoops you up, and then that's, that's it. Okay. He doesn't seem okay. as interesting as, like, I, I think, like, in terms of the guys who – who interested me like easy interests me and Blake interests me. Like I thought they were interesting guys that I would, I would gravitate towards and talk to. Um, and as long as like easy didn't want to get all the attention all the time. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be okay with it (laughs) cause I need some attention, you know, but I like that he does sports marketing. I get that. That's why he did like the big, you know, like printout thing. And I thought that that was like a really good way for him to like show what he does for a living. And I totally get like marketers doing that cheesy shit. Cause like I'm in that life. Like I totally get that. So, and he's got pretty normal photos on his Instagram. It's just like him hanging out with his friends, him going to dinner, him at a sporting event, you know, like, like pretty normal stuff, like football stuff, you know, like wearing a nice suit. And like some of the photos are really well produced and some of them are just like obviously kind of shitty phone photos and I like that <laughs> you know like that just feels way more human than like everything I have is like overly produced you know so exactly. he seems like he could be a cool like a cool nice guy who's like more extroverted than I am that's for sure but like maybe that's fun um yeah. this is normal so, other yeah, person I'm interested normal. one other person and I'm not okay. interested in him because he's interesting the way he looks is very compelling to me. Uh, and that is Mr. Ed Wastebrot. I, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, oh, I, can- I was just looking at him, which is so, so weird. Incredible look to this man. He looks like Frank Stallone, which is Sylvester Stallone's uh, shitty brother. If like Frank Stallone was trying to sell you a Cadillac with the bumper hanging off of it, like just incredible energy coming off of this man. Uh, he could be a colossal shithead. He could be boring. Um, he could be any number of things. But just looking at him, 
I'm interested. I got to know. His face <laughs> is very interesting. And on Instagram right now, his third photo is him just like shoveling steak into his mouth. That's right. I'm, yeah. I'm, he's just a guy being a dude. That's, that's And the I'm, second photo, the best thing is the first photo is him eating this giant steak. And a second photo is a zoomed in <laughs> version of that image where a woman is like looking like, what the fuck? fuck is he doing <laughs> and it's kind of really funny so i don't mind that i think that's pretty funny yeah. um but i don't i don't know if he would yeah i would necessarily like get along with him but he's got pretty normal photos too like yeah. you know hanging yeah, out with friends here's pictures time. of my parents here's me kayaking like that's pretty normal shit I mean, he doesn't not to be a child murderer but you know for now he's got like a very not robust instagram he's got very few photos it's almost like he put his instagram together for the show if mm-hmm. i'm being honest mm-hmm. um where he was like oh i guess i better throw some new photos on and and then he did it but then again if these are recent photos he's not wearing a mask in any of them and i'm not a fan of that oh waste brought come on yeah, Eddie. And he's in Miami, so that's like danger. <laughs> I, I bet um, masks don't even fit around his big old lunk head. I mean, I think that might be part of it. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, it's always like the first episode. I really don't have feelings about many people at all, but I will say like a couple of the guys that they focus on, I thought were cute and sweet and like maybe, and it'll be interesting to see like who stays on when it switches to Tasha and who leaves. Hmm. Yeah. That I'm curious about. I feel like most people will probably stay. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think so. That's going to be mean, my theory because Tasha's great. I feel like she's just very well liked. I think if it was. The fuck. They're probably just like, yeah, long for the ride. And if you're not in, you know, the top three at that point when Claire decides to fuck her off and go with some random guy uh, that's not you. Um, yeah, you might as well go. Well, it's we're going to hit the reset button. Maybe I'll uh, I'll do better second time around. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think they're going to bring in any new guys? I would. I don't know. I would imagine just to fuck with things. Why not? Maybe bring in a couple old favorites from past seasons. Bring in uh, John Paul Jones. Why not do it? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe John Paul Jones. Um, yeah, it's interesting because there's a whole bunch of guys too. If you go on the Marie Claire article, um, starting at number thirty-two in in the in the gallery, there's guys who were not asked back, mm-hmm. or guys who couldn't come back. Um, so there's some of these might end up coming back. You never know. Um, but there's a guy, there's a guy who didn't make it and his name is Alex Brusilov and he has been arrested four times. Nice. So probably okay that he didn't come back because, um, we don't need another like Colton thing on our hands. We just like, don't need it. So that would be, that would be pretty bad. Oh my God. Okay. I've never been to um, Bachelor Nation spoilers on Instagram, but there's like a long document about um, Cassie and Colton on here and like the case. That's exciting. Uh, it's going to read through some case files for the next episode. <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah. Well, de- we should definitely go through that if we remember. But I know, I know you've got to run because it's wrestling time. Um, yeah, it's a wrestling yes. Pizza and wrestling night. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have some vegan mac and cheese. Exciting. And, and no professional wrestling for you? 
No professional wrestling for me. I probably will be watching a YouTube video uh, where somebody watches uh, or somebody reviews someone's super Christian book, like, <laughs> and cries about it. So that's probably well, everyone to remember. Professional wrestling is just a Bravo show where no one wears a shirt. It's so true. That is so true. Oh, I did. I did hear about the storyline about the cult lately. Someone, someone, saved me into that. Yeah. We, we had a long conversation about it. Yeah. And he sent me some videos and it was pretty, it was pretty eye opening. So, and we, <laughs> I talked about lonely girl uh, 15 and that's why, <laughs> that's why he brought that to my attention. So it's it was pretty cool. Together. Anyway, it all comes together. YouTube, Bravo, wrestling, the bachelor. It's all, it's all entertainment folks. So be good to yourself and others be healthy. Don't be as big of babies about taking COVID tests as these contestants are. It's really not that bad. It's just like you took a shot of vodka up your nose. It's really not that bad. Don't be an asshole. Like you haven't done that before. Come on. Um, So wash your hands. Don't be racist. And (laughs) don't do needle drugs. Don't do needle drugs. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs)